Welcome into the official. I just want to thank everybody. If you're watching this right now, if you're listening on a podcast, last week, our all-star recap did the best uh, I think any of our shows have ever done. We're pushing about 500 views here, less than a week out from that release. And uh, just thank each and every one of you for listening, watching. Uh, keep it up. We are really trying to hit 3,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel. So like and subscribe to this content. It seems like, you know, we are building momentum here and really appreciate everybody who's shown us appreciation for putting out this recruiting show each and every week uh, during the season. And this week, we've got yet another great show for you. We're going to go over the three-star running backs we think are worth adding in your college fantasy football leagues. And if nothing else, keeping an eye on for future success. And um, these are guys who uh, we really like. We'll go over why. And three-star running backs coming right up on the official. All right. Good evening, gentlemen. Who's ready to dive into some three-star running backs? I feel like this is the group we usually do the best with in, in all of these uh, deep dive shows. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, just turning back the clock a little bit. I mean, personally, some of my biggest hits before we were even doing the official, uh, Devin Neal was a guy I really liked as a three-star coming out of Kansas, and he's really popped off. Um, I think two years ago at this point, we hit Damian Martinez. We hit Quinchon Judkins. Uh, any three stars from last year that are memorable that did something big this year? Uh, Justin Marshall was a guy I kind of liked that uh, kind of popped off near the end of the year for uh, Colorado State. Yeah, yep. Justin Marshall looked really good. Uh, he's definitely on my – I'm going to do a little video about him probably as a guy to watch as a sophomore – uh, between that freshman and and the year two breakout there. So, you know, I feel like we've hit on some really big ones. I mean, Quinton Judkins was was obviously a massive, massive hit. Uh, Three-star guy who quickly became one of the best running backs in all of college fantasy football. Uh, and so hopefully we'll hit a few more today, tonight. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, before we get started, let me just remind everybody – to go check out campustocanton.com. That is the website that really fuels uh, our ability to make this show. We put all of this information on that website. There's all sorts of tools. There's athletic comparison tools that you can go in and look at these recruits and say, who do they look like, um, uh, you know, who already have success in the NFL, plus countless other things that you can do to make yourself a better fantasy football player, to help yourself project what is going to happen down the line, which is the name of the game when you're playing fantasy football. Um, we have memberships that start as little as $2.99 per month and go up from there, depending on what kind of content, what kind of tools, and what kind of uh, level of access you would like. Additionally, homefieldapparel.com is our partner. Fantastic college apparel, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, hats, everything you can imagine. You can get yourself some vintage St. Peter's 
uh, merchandise, Colorado School of Mines, or go with the traditional Georgia, Alabama, Michigan merchandise over there. And if it's your first time visiting homefieldapparel.com, type in Campus2Canton in your promo code spelled with the number two and get yourself 15% off your first purchase. All right, with that business out of the way, we're going into three-star running backs. Now, some of these guys we've talked about all year. Uh, Matt, who comes to mind as guys we're going to briefly just mention names but not go deep because we like to give new names to all of our listeners. But guys that we're pretty much saying are ranked and probably truly draftable in your freshman drafts that we won't go too deep in here because if you've been paying attention all year, you should know about them. Yeah, so Johan Cardenas, we've talked about a good amount already. Uh, Cornell Hatcher, recent Oregon State commit, we talked about a good bit. Uh, Harry Stewart going to Kansas. Um, was there another guy I'm leaving off? Yeah, I mean, the guy from like one of our very first episodes, uh, Winowich, Gabriel Winowich. Oh, yep, yep. Gabriel Winowich. I think the Rutgers, who I believe won their bowl game and kind of looks like a program could be creeping up in uh, prestige there. Another guy. What? They run the ball a lot, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a great program for running backs. And then uh, Jason Patterson, a guy we've talked about a little bit, one of the faster running backs in the class, uh, headed to Kentucky, so another three-star. Um, <clears throat> so those guys I would probably consider, you know, late-round draft picks, depending on how deep your uh, how deep your um, you know league is. Cardenas, I think, is like a top-10 running back for most of us uh, already. So those guys – we won't go too in depth, but we have probably 15 ish new names for everybody um, that we really like. Three star guys uh, headed to P5 and G5, P4 and G5 programs. All right. Without further ado, let's go in. David, kick us off here with one of your guys. Uh, let's see. Alexander. I have to remember his first name. Uh, Jalen Alexander. And I think he's headed to like Ball State or Mac school. Is that right? Yeah, got to get a piece of the action. He yeah. Is, uh, oh, you're going to run the clip? Or yeah, I'm, I'm running. I was just going to. Oh, there we go. Um, he's like 5'10", 195. I like his physique. That's something I've been paying more attention to, I feel like. You know, like low body fat, real strong. Uh, has some good lifts. Pretty good agility. I think you're going to see right here he's got pretty good agility. Um. His stats aren't gonna like pop out at you too much, but I think he his offensive like just like going through his highlights and stuff. His offensive line wasn't all that good, and a lot of his stuff was between the tackles. Um, you know he didn't bounce a ton of runs. He hit twenty one point three miles per hour on one of these runs uh, on the catapult catapult vest, which is good. Uh, so he has pretty good speed. Um, free sport guy, you know, basketball player. Uh, so and does a little track as well. So, um, kind of like his frame, kind of like his build, and um, you know, Ball State. Maybe not the most exciting, but you know, the competition level in the action is pretty weak. So maybe he could do something. Yeah, and you know, we had two pretty awesome years of uh, Carson Steele, at, I believe, at Ball State before he went to UCLA. So uh, certainly, anything in the MAC is fair game. I never am going to poo-poo, uh, you know, taking a dab in the Mac. So, all right, Matt, going to you, uh, did you find the next great Boise State running back? We have been just, 
you know, showered with George Halani for a few years. Ashton Janty is unbelievable, by the way. Another three-star we identified a few years ago, but he had almost 2,000 total yards this past season. Um, and now next up for the Broncos is this guy. So go ahead and take it away with Dylan Riley. Uh, yeah, he's a bit on the smaller side, 5'10", 185, but uh, he, he does have the speed on top of it. I was able to get him at 21.8 miles per hour. Uh, he has pretty good t- uh, track times to uh, back that up as well. But uh, at the moment, I'm considering him as more of a CFF pick uh, just because of the size. He's got to add, you know, at least 15, 20 pounds to, you know, even be in that NFL range. But that being said, uh, I think he can be a really productive college player. As uh, Alfred just said, Boise State has been uh, doing pretty good with running backs as of late. Uh, last year, or the season that just ended, he, Boise State was the 22nd in the in uh, rush attempts per game, which is you know on the higher end. It's something I'm definitely looking for. Uh, you'll definitely hear me referencing that stat a few more times tonight. And uh, he uh, 2,059 yards rushing, 29 touchdowns, 10.7 yards per carry uh, as a senior. So che- checking a lot of boxes for me there uh, in terms of a guy that I think could come in and produce pretty good at the college level. Yeah, those are some great numbers. And I mean, Boise State, whether it's the program, you know, putting these guys in position to see or are they just really good at mining three star guys? Either way, you like betting on that scouting department and the running backs and just generally a great, you know, G5 program. But yeah, I like uh, Riley quite a bit. I think he could be very good. JD, I can't imagine has more than one year left. Uh, before he will be either be transferring and upgrading to power four or maybe just going to the NFL because he looks fantastic. And he's up to 210 pounds now because I feel like he was down in the 190 ranges of recruit and he's huge now. So maybe uh, Riley can follow. All right. So my dude here to start it off is Joseph Dodds, six feet, 195, um, headed to Baylor. And just a guy I've liked a lot throughout the process. Um, he won't blow you away with, you know, top end speed. I think he hits almost uh, 21 miles per hour, 20.9. Um, his acceleration is really good, though. I really like once he hits a seam, he kind of can break some angles to the outside. Um, you know, hard to – I don't have his SOS for the strength of schedule that well or memorized or anything. But, you know, once he does uh, – get to the second level. He does seem to make safeties kind of struggle. Uh, they, they, they rarely can get around. He can get uh, up north, south on the side uh, of the field and, and then break off some huge runs. He also shows a lot of power. Um, he really has, you know, that lower the shoulder boom that some of these guys don't always show in, in, in high school. So uh, Baylor, another team that traditionally does like to run the ball in the recent years and, uh, you know, kind of like the situation he's going in and just kind of like the overall package Joseph Dodd's going to bring to the table. Um, so there you go. Not the fastest guy that we'll talk about by any stretch. I mean, usually I do like guys who get at least 21, 20.9, pretty close, um, but uh, just kind of an overall good running back uh, from what I can see. Um, all right, David, and this next guy – is pretty new to me, to be honest with you. Amatri, Nikai Amatri. So take it away. I don't even know how to introduce him. He's all yours. Yeah, we're going to double dip in the back. We got a guy going to Bowling Green here. Kind of another mid-sized guy, like 5'11", 195. Another guy where I like his physique. 
you know, uh, low body fat, good muscle on him. I think he'll I think he'll be able to put on like 10, 15 pounds. Um, probably burstier than I would say like fast, although he does have a 449 laser, but like our, our max mile per hour on him is 20.2. But I think he's got agility. Um, three sport guy, 4.0 student. He camps at a lot of like power five schools like uh, Notre Dame, Northwestern, Minnesota. I think Minnesota actually offered him, but I, I don't think it was committable. I think he was kind of like a plan B or C type guy. But I do, you didn't see it on there, but he can catch, he can catch passes too. And he actually looked pretty smooth running routes and some of the camp stuff I watched on YouTube. So I think he could work as, I think he could be a three down guy potentially. Um, you know, he'll probably need a year to, to get his weight up a bit and, and stuff like that. But I, I like his potential. Yeah, I mean, I think with running back, all these guys are honestly like fair game. These are the guys you want to know the names as soon as as uh, and and move on them as quick as possible because of injuries. You could have these guys, you know, get thirty carries in a random Tuesday night action game, you know, and and want to be starting them because with injuries and stuff, sometimes they're the last man standing, and these games are just wide open. So uh, all these names, you know, could be very relevant. Look at Ricky Hunt you know, a Mac third string running back and in the bowl game had five touchdowns because he was basically the only guy left healthy. I mean, that's the kind of stuff these, especially these G5 teams uh, can just kind of fall into carries. <clears throat> um, all right, Matt, next guy for you is going to be a very, very fast prospect headed to the SEC. So you're definitely going to want to keep this name on your radar. Uh, tell us about Gaten here, Xavier Gaten. Uh, yeah, he is committed to Mississippi State, six foot one ninety. Uh, I'm not too worried about the weight. Uh, I believe his high school coach even came out and said that he thinks that he's gonna be able to pack on a bunch more weight once he gets into school. Uh, you know, I think he's got a pretty good frame, so so he he should be a two hundred plus guy uh, relatively soon. Uh, he's one of the more athletic RBs in this class. Uh, he's currently sitting at seventy third percentile in our uh, athleticism uh, score. Uh, last season rushed for 2,055 yards, 25 touchdowns, 9.4 per carry. Uh, probably has the most Devi upside of any of the guys I'm going to talk about tonight, uh, you know, just because of the landing spot and the athletic ceiling. Uh, but on top of that, going to Mississippi State, they just got Jeff Levy in. Uh, you know, Oklahoma's 20th in uh, rushing attempts per game last season. Season before that, they're eighth. So, uh, you know, definitely a program they'll probably like to run the rock. And I uh, don't think they got a ton of young depth there. So uh, I think he could, you know, pop off at some point. Yeah, that depth chart should be pretty wide open. I mean, I'm, I'm not even sure if I can name a transfer they got off the top of my head and kind of think they just didn't do a lot uh, this year. So uh, should be plenty of room to prove himself. That's for sure. Okay, moving on to my next back who... You know, we're dealing with the three stars, so there's always a, a wart or two. I like this guy a lot. I like the tape. I like the size. I like the speed. Uh, he wasn't very efficient in high school. Usually that is a pretty big red flag, but let's talk about Jamal Wiley here. Um, six foot, 225, already listed on the Cal website. He's going to Cal. This is a great play. Hurdle. Also still stays on his feet, makes a few guys miss and ends up taking this thing all the way to the house. So, uh, you know, a very creative player. Uh, there's other examples. I don't know if it'll be on this clip, but 
of him just kind of using a lot of different tools to, you know, break tackles, get extra yardage, things like that. But, um, you know, he wasn't supervision. We were talking five, six yards of carry. That's not really what you want to see. You want to see closer to double digits, to be honest with you, in these uh, for these high school prospects. But it's not the end-all, be-all. And he does break uh, over 21 miles per hour. He's 225 pounds. So that's a really nice, you know, one-two punch speed and um, and size there. And then Cal, as a depth chart, uh, once Jaden Ott moves on, next year will be his third year. He's been incredible for two years in a row. I would imagine he either goes to the NFL or transfers to like a high major power four team. You know, that rest of that backfield has not done anything. So, you know, I think this guy if, could prove himself and find himself in a pretty thin depth chart uh, in short order. So Jamal Wiley's a guy I want to keep my eyes on. David, moving over to your third guy. We've got Vargas, Carter Vargas, um, another guy that you have just really gone all the way down the list and pulled this name out of. I'm not super familiar, but happy to learn about him tonight. So go for it. Yeah, he's some digging, man. He's a secondary guy too. Um, not overly athletic. So I think he just has really good feel here. Look at him. He's got some wiggle there. Um, I think he's got really good vision, honestly. Um, you know, he can flip the field, he can find cutback lanes. Um, uh, nice little stiff arm there. So he was committed to Nevada, but then they changed coaches. So he decommitted and now he's like looking around. So I guess he's got till around what February is the actual signing data to find a, a spot, but good pass catcher as well. You know, 32 receptions, 500 yards receiving with another seven touchdowns. Uh, averages nearly 10 yards uh, per run. Um, you know, not a, not a speed demon by any means, probably like 20.2. Apparently, he's got a 4.50 laser. Um, could be a little juice, but regardless, I think he's more of like a, you know, he's also 5'11, 204. So he's got good size and good feel, I think, and good vision. So I think that's kind of how he, plus, he's got a three round skill set. So I like all that. Yeah, and then I just noticed uh, in December UAB offered him, so we like that as a landing spot potentially for running backs. So that could be that could be nice if he ends up signing with UAB, or maybe someone else will come sniffing around. Uh, all right, Matt, sincere Rainey is next on the list here. So take us take it away with sincere, spelled with a C, C I N C E R E, no S. Yeah, he's committed to San Diego State, five ten, two hundred pounds. He was actually up to like 220, 230 as a junior and uh, cut a bunch of weight. I think he it paid off because he looked a lot better in his movement. Uh, you know, not a super high end athlete, but I, I think good enough. I was able to get him at 21 miles per hour. Uh, if you're watching the video, 20.5 in this play, according to uh, whatever tractor they use. 1,883 yards this season, 23 touchdowns, 9.5 average. Uh, you know, that checks the production boxes for me. And uh, I think San Diego State can be a pretty solid landing spot for him. They just got in Sean Lewis. Uh, you know, didn't things didn't go great at Colorado last year, but at Kent State, uh, he uh, in 2022 13th in rushing attempts per game, and uh, 2021 fifth uh, in rushing attempts per game. I can't recall the name of that running back they had. You know, he didn't end up being anything of NFL, but he was a very very highly productive running back for them. 
uh, there at Kent State, and I think Rainey could uh, potentially duplicate that. Um, Marquez Cooper, is that who you're thinking yep, of? Yep, that's it, yep. Yeah, he was a stud, and he went to Ball State, and I don't know what happened, but yeah. Um, all right, great. That's that's another good one. I always like the G5 running backs. I somehow wound up with mostly uh, G4, uh, P4 guys, but I'm going to talk about um, – he goes by Fame Ijiboy, uh, as I think how you would say the name, but uh, Fame is pretty badass first name. And uh, he's going to Minnesota. So part of this is a little bit of the system at Minnesota who they just want to run the ball 40 times a game. I mean, they just – one of the absolute most run heavy. I, I don't know, Matt. You were saying you know all these Russia tips per game. Minnesota has to be top five in the country or something like that. I, I feel like every single year. But uh, So this guy's headed to Minnesota. Six feet, 200 pounds. Uh, he hits 22 miles an hour. So that's when you're talking some really big top end speed and even hitting, you know, even being at least 20, uh, 200 pounds hitting 22 is a really nice combination. I think he's got, you know, that the size, the, the power, and then the program of Minnesota, you love to see. There's a few screen passes, but honestly that I don't know, he won't even catch balls at Minnesota. So it doesn't really matter, but, um, I'm not sure there's a lot of receiving upside here. He's just a big power back three-star guy that I think can um, rise to the top of Minnesota. They, they bring in two or three running backs almost every single year. And the last few classes, I liked some guys, but they didn't really do a lot yet. And so now you've got uh, this guy who I think, you know, just, I like betting on 200 pounds and 22 miles per hour, to be honest with you. He shows a little wiggle, but I would say mostly just a straight line guy. Uh, and that's what Minnesota wants to do. I mean, they just want to ram it down your throat uh, with their big offensive line. And uh, as we saw in the bowl game, they have no problem giving a guy 30-plus carries a game. And so the guy who played really well in the bowl game was a freshman, so he will still be around. But if he does that again next year, he's probably transferring. I think this depth chart could open up shortly as well. Um, because I, I guess I'm just banking on a lot of guys transferring. That may not always happen, but you know, these guys who are good – you probably only have one more year left unless it's a major school. So um, anyway, that's fame. Uh, it's a boy for me. And then we'll go back around the horn to David with uh, DJ Butler. Uh, I believe it's, yeah, DJ Butler, another G5 guy, right? Uh, he's Houston. So okay. what, they're in the big 12. High now. G5, high level G, right? Because they haven't fully gotten to the, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead and talk um, about it. Maybe P four now. I don't know. Yeah, he's a he's like a six foot one eighty five one ninety type guy, but kind of like Xavier Gaten though, where he, it kind of looks pretty clear to me that he has a frame to add a good amount of weight. Um, he's a dunker, so I, I like that at running back. You can see him jumping around out there. Uh, he has good burst. He has a stiff arm. Put that guy in the dirt like that. Um, he played quarterback. For the most part so i he does have some receptions like you can see here he's on special teams clearly he can catch too so i think he will be like a three down type guy eventually um but he's just like a super producer and you know first team all state in alabama like almost two thousand yards almost 10 yards per carry uh you know hits all those productions uh, 30 sos so you know decent competition so it kind of hits all those marks uh you know just needs like a lot of these guys need some time to fill out the old frame there and but I think he'll be a, a three down guy, hopefully. 
Heck yeah. And then uh, I stand corrected. Houston will be in the Big 12 next year, I believe. So P4 all the way. Um, all right, Matt, take us through Nakai Davenport. He's next on your list as a three-star that you really like. Yeah, he is uh, committed to USF, uh, six foot 190, uh, playing out of Georgia, I believe. Uh, very productive last year, 1,700 yards, uh, 27 touchdowns, and 11.9 per carry, which is one of the higher ones I've actually seen for this class. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really what we're looking for uh, athletically. He doesn't really hit many marks. Uh, his athleticism score on database is pretty bad. I don't have the exact number. I, I think he's a solid runner, though. Uh, pretty good vision, decent lateral movement. Uh, probably, probably, you know, not the best tackle breaker or anything like that. But I, I think it's good enough to, you know, at least compete G five. Uh, USF was six in the country last year in rushing attempts per game, which is uh, you can't, doesn't get much better than that unless you're playing for a military school. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think he, you know, if he gets the shot there, definitely could be a good CFF target. Yeah, like that one a lot. Um, you guys are pulling out some some deep, deep shots from mid-court here tonight. I love it. Guys, I haven't really even done my homework on, on some of these guys. So next one, this is kind of a deep shot uh, for me, but he's high on our list uh, just because he's, he's tested a lot. Uh, coming over from Europe, actually, we've got Duncan Brune, and he has been to a lot of camps. We do get some good testing numbers on these international prospects because they do go to a lot of camps and they do test them and work them out. But he's six feet, about 195, already listed on the Ohio depth chart uh, or, or website. So uh, Ohio G5 uh, program that likes to run the ball quite a bit. But he's one of the more athletic guys that we've got in our database. He's pushing 200 pounds already. Um, however, coming over from Germany, hard to know exactly what you're going to get. Hard to know exactly what that transition to even, you know, high you know compared to what he's been at you know even g5 is going to be quite a big step up in competition and expectations but very athletic guy on a depth chart that's going to be pretty thin i mean i mentioned earlier ricky hunt had a great bowl game and after that they uh, bangura went to minnesota who was kind of their lead running back uh, i think their second running back uh, on the depth chart this season is out of eligibility with like six years uh, played in the system and so it's going to be Ricky Hunt, you know, I think to start the season, he looks good. Brune could be the number two, and then with injury or, you know, maybe he's really good. Honestly, it's it's a total uh, mystery box, I think, with a guy coming over from Germany. We don't really know. I don't think there's any great way to know how he's going to adjust. But um, just a guy I wanted to mention because of that athleticism and a pretty thin depth chart and G5 MAC competition seems like all the – ingredients are there for a potential like out of nowhere guy to kind of rise up potentially next year so definitely a name to keep them keep your eyes on i believe all right and david coming with the last guy last but not least we got cameron dickey here who i believe is going to texas tech is that right yeah so take it away cameron dickey um so they have him listed at 510 205 um Nice proportionate, strong, strong body. He's like a 70th percentile athlete in our database. He's nice. He hits 21 miles per hour. Uh, you know, he's got a 500 squat, 500 deadlift. So sturdy guy. I think he's got good feel. Um, you know, 
probably a little, uh, you know, footwork's okay. But in general, he's got, um, you know, a good feel for it. I think he can break tackles, stuff like that, low to the ground, nice, nice pad level, uh, really good statistically. You know, he's around like 10, I think last year he was like 13 yards per carry. This year he was around 10 yards per carry, but, you know, nearly um, 2,000 yards on the ground, but good burst too, I think. So, uh, you know, a bursty guy with good size and, um, you know, it, I don't know, the depth chart last I checked at Texas Tech, but it's just that old guy, right? And then a little <laughs> bit thin after that, they got that really thick dude. Um so I don't know, maybe he could be a producer in year two or three or something. All right. All right, Matt. Last one for you. Um, interesting guy coming out of the Southeast, coming out of the state of South Carolina, but going to Boston College. We've got Turbo Richard. You love that name. Tell us more about him. Uh yeah. So he is five foot eight, five foot nine around there. He's listed between two ten and one ninety. Uh, I think he looks pretty rocked up. Uh, he's a big-time weight room guy. Pretty impressive lifts uh, that he has reported. Uh, so, you know, if he isn't at, you know, 210, yeah, I think he can definitely get there. Uh, 1,200 yards, rusher, 20 touchdowns, 8.1 yards per carry. Uh, checks all those boxes. I think he's pretty bursty. I think he's a really good runner. Uh, good, pretty good receiver, too, actually. He had a few nice downfield catches. Uh, you know, kind of just a dog. You see him blocking there. Uh, Boston College, 11th in the country in rushing attempts per game. Uh, so that checks that box. Pretty weak depth chart. Uh, I, I couldn't even name uh, you know, anybody. Uh, do you guys know? Kai Robichaw is a guy that they have, and I don't know how old he is. I know he played at um, Western Kentucky first and then Boston College this year, but not overly impressive and might be all eligibility. I don't know how long he's been around. Yeah. So either way, clear opening for him in the future, at least. I would say one tiny caveat with those rushing attempts. A lot of them are Thomas Castellanos. Um, you know, their quarterback runs a ton, but yeah, they, they want to run the ball and they're not going to be throwing a whole lot anyway. So I think it still checks out for sure. And if nothing else, you know, Robichaud is kind of a, a grinder, big uh, guy around the goal line type thing. So maybe Richard fills a, a totally new type of uh, athletic running back that they could slide in there early in his career. So, um, all right. Well, I like that. We are right at 30 minutes. That's what we go for, even though it always ends up being longer. But those are your running backs, three-star running backs. Keep your eye on. We got a nice mix of P4, G5, early producers, guys you might want to wait on. But all these names, write them down. And I think the best way to use this list, again, is know the name. When you hear an injury or you hear he's going to be starting, because these this happens you know, on Thursday, and you, you find out a guy is going to be starting on Saturday – Pick them up before they get on the field because we like them. And once they get that shot, like an Ashton Janty, I mean, once they hit the field and show it, a lot of times it's just it's on from that point. So um, keep these names in your back pocket. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Three-star running backs. We'll be back next week with three-star receivers. And then we're going to go into to some more, um, I think, maybe some G5 lists, specifically digging real down deep into the G5 ranks uh and you know once we hit into the february so 
Stick with us. Keep liking, keep subscribing, and get, get, keep these uh, views up. Thank you so much, everybody. This has been The Official. Thank <laughs> you.